Hello, and welcome to Making It Count, how an eczema researcher and parent of a child with eczema are working together to improve childhood eczema. I'm Mike Siegel, the Executive Director of the Pediatric Dermatology Research Alliance, and I'm pleased to be introducing the special podcast that we're running as part of an exciting educational initiative. The initiative is called Eczema Counts. We've been running it since early 2022 with collaboration from the National Eczema Association in support of an engagement award from the Patient-Centered Outcomes Research Institute. Through Eczema Counts, we've been leading games and hosting gatherings for an audience of patients, caregivers, and researchers to grow knowledge and build interpersonal connections, all to establish a foundation for childhood eczema research that helps patients and doctors alike as they navigate the rapidly evolving eczema treatment landscape. Ultimately, we hope to improve long-term health outcomes for children while having some fun and giving Eczema Counts players the chance to win some super cool prizes. Now, before moving ahead with the podcast, I wanted to take a few moments to walk through five acronyms you're likely to hear. First, NEA, or NEA, is the National Eczema Association, a nonprofit advocacy organization supporting eczema patients and one of two organizations leading the Eczema Counts Project. PEDRA, that's P-E-D-R-A, is the Pediatric Dermatology Research Alliance, a nonprofit research organization supporting childhood skin disease research and the other organization leading eczema counts. PCORI, that's P-C-O-R-I, is the Patient-Centered Outcomes Research Institute, an independent nonprofit research organization whose engagement award is what got eczema counts off the ground. PCOR, that's P-C-O-R, is Patient-Centered Outcomes Research which is any research conducted with a focus on topics or questions that are important and meaningful to patients or caregivers. CER, that's C-E-R, is comparative effectiveness research, which is research that seeks to improve health outcomes by comparing two or more clinical or public health interventions in a real-world setting. CER and PCOR do not always need to go together, but the best CER is typically driven by patient priorities. With that, all that's left to do is introduce our guests and set you free for the podcast. We'll hear from two leaders of the Eczema Counts Project. Dr. Joy Wan is an assistant professor of dermatology at Johns Hopkins and one of two researcher representatives on the Eczema Counts Steering Committee. Selena Gaines is the caregiver for a child with eczema and one of two patient representatives on the Eczema Counts Steering Committee. Like everything with Eczema Counts, our steering committee is a 50-50 split between patients and researchers. You'd think that kind of thing is more commonplace, but it's actually pretty special. I hope you enjoy the podcast, and that you'll stick around until the end for all the great content and to catch a game code to earn some Eczema Counts game points. Hi, I'm Joy Wan. Hi, I'm Selena Gaines. I, I came to eczema research um, initially as a pediatric dermatologist, as somebody who cares for children with a variety of skin disease. And in my practice as a clinician, I found that kids with eczema and their families um, dealt with so much, um, not just related to the disease itself, but so many issues um, beyond just the skin disease, right? So eczema has a lot of um, impact on home life, school life, mental health, and um, all these other areas. Um, beyond just the skin disease, which is the area that I am trained in as a pediatric dermatologist. And so this was really the lens through which I think about um, questions that we don't have yet answers to um, as a researcher. And it really informs some of the areas that I work on as a researcher and in general, you know, really um, 
uh, you know, inspires myself and other researchers to focus our work um, on questions that are going to be able to ultimately um, provide and, and improve the, the care for our patients. I, I derive a lot of, um, you know, satisfaction from um, working as a researcher in this particular disease area from a lot of the research that we do in eczema, you know, I have benefited also as a clinician to be able to provide better care for every individual patient of mine with eczema. And so um, that, that's really the value that I see in, in um, doing research in eczema um, and then also really the impact that eczema counts can have um, in our area. Selena, how has it been like for you to be a mom of a child with eczema? Um, for me as a parent of a child with eczema, it's been uh, quite a journey, you know, full of ups and downs. As a parent overall, you want to ensure that your child has, you know, a healthy development overall, as we know that eczema not only impacts the skin, but the mental health as well, and how it affects the parents that are providing the care to the child. So um, it's been quite a journey. And that's why I'm here. I want to ensure that other parents feel like they have um, a village, whether it be virtually or finding people within their communities, um, something that um, Eczema Counts ha has done, you know, brought us all together through gamification. So Selena, the, the patient and caregiver um, community, you know, as it relates to, to eczema is, is so vital to, you know, the research that I do. In, in my work and um, in terms of, you know, the patient-centered outcomes research, the PCOR that is ongoing in, in our field, um, I think it's so critical to have that patient voice in doing any research that we do with eczema because we really want our research uh, to be translatable and transferable to the bedside and to the clinic um, and, and actually have real impact on the way that we care for our pediatric patients with eczema and their families and caregivers um, and ultimately improve outcomes for our patients and, and their families. And I think, you know, just as having, um, you know, shared decision-making among providers or between providers and patients and caregivers is really important, you know, in an individual um, sort of patient setting, right? When we're saying, you know, discussing treatment options or whatnot, I think from a research standpoint, it's also really important to have this shared role um, in the way that we develop research questions, the way that we execute research studies, and then ultimately also how we disseminate our research findings, right? Um, uh, because, you know, at the end of the day, we want to make sure that any research that we do is eventually going to benefit um, patients and, and families. I, I think in summary, you know, patient-centered outcomes research can have a significant impact uh, on how we ask research questions, how we put those answers into practice, um, how those answers are you know, being utilized by the eczema community. Selena, can you share your experiences with how you have shared your voice in research as a caregiver uh, for a child with eczema? Absolutely. So as you stated, you know, PCOR and SIR, they're so vital in eczema care for many reasons. And being a parent and using my voice through the National Eczema Association to share my experience of what it entails to have a shared decision-making between your pediatric dermatologist and as a parent or a family to empower you to make 
informed decisions about your child's care. And you do that by weighing the um, benefits and the risks of different treatment options. Um, and at my experience, when we initially met with our pediatric dermatologist, we were presented um, with a standard of care and a clinical research trial. And um, when we were presented with the um, informed consent, we took that home and we, you know, we talked about it and really had a discussion and decided to proceed with that. And in our experience, it worked. So I'm always happy to share that story because I want other families to know that, you know, don't give up hope if something doesn't work for you immediately. It might take many tries. And again, you have to uh, you know, reel in your care team, you know, you, you're not alone in it. And with having that empowerment is very vital because you want to ensure that the long-term outcomes are beneficial um, and effective and it manages your child's eczema care over their lifetime. And I love that personal story, Selena, about how, you know, you sort of decided to participate as, as a study participant in, in this trial um, after having these discussions with your clinical provider. Um, I think for me, you know, um, it, it's fantastic to, you know, see patients um, want to get involved in research and, and to enroll in these trials and such. But, you know, I, I want to say from for me, you know, patients have been really um, instrumental in helping me to think about the questions that we even ask before we get to the stage of designing these types of trials and studies. So, for example, you know, early on in my training as a pediatric dermatologist, you know, I was so struck by all the other, you know, things and um, issues that families dealt with at home, right, on the home front when they had a child with eczema. And, and you know, what, one of the you know, main things that the families would come to me and, and sort of voice in, in our um, visits was that, you know, the child couldn't sleep. It was, you know, hard for them to uh, function at school, um, you know, and so I, I really, um, you know, took that to heart and, and um, decided to, you know, think about, you know, what's been done, right, to address some of these concerns um, beyond just treating the skin disease itself. And so that got me started in doing some research related to just understanding some of the life impacts of pediatric eczema. And um, now, you know, we've gotten to a stage in, in my um, research program where we're actually trying to understand if eczema has any direct impact on functions such as cognition and, and things of that sort. And, you know, when I really think back to how we got to this point of studying this particular question, for example, so much of it was driven by a lot of, you know, the, the patient insights that, um, you know, I had encountered um, when I was early on in, in my training. And, and even now going forward in terms of, you know, additional research projects that we're working on, you know, some, some of the questions that my patients and their families come to me with, you know, on, on a regular basis, you know, center around, well, you know, I'm, my child's going to start this treatment, how long are they going to be on it for, you know, um, what, what should we be kind of thinking about in terms of long-term, right, use of these treatments? And, and I would say some of those um, questions have really also informed uh, the research that we're, you know, currently, you know, starting to embark on. So um, I, I think patients have such a critical role to play, you know, in, in the eczema research world. 
Thank you so much, Joy, for sharing that. I totally agree how research and some patients are needed to effectively work together to enhance patient-centered medicine research. With that said, I'd like to switch gears a little bit so that we both can share our experience as it has been with the Eczema Accounts Project as steering committee members. Uh, so Joy, what has your experience been like so far? Well, I, I think it's been a lot of fun to be involved in eczema accounts. I'm sure you probably feel the same way, Selena. Yes. I think anything that you know gamifies research and patient and researcher engagement is um, you know fantastic, right? Like what a novel sort of approach um, to to apply towards you know an engaging. Um, stakeholders and participants in, in eczema research. Um, I think one of the other things that really, you know, has um, been unique about this experience um, as a steering committee member is, you know, I think as as Mike had mentioned previously, you and I, you know, um, both get to kind of share uh, sort of that that membership and the steering committee. And, and I think that's been incredibly um Wonderful to to be able to you know share both diverse but also very synergistic experiences and contributions to the group. And I, I know that when I am you know thinking about our efforts and the eczema accounts program and and as we're hearing about you know some of the ideas for the way that you know eczema accounts could be designed and delivered, you know I'm often viewing it through a researcher's lens, right? Because that's sort of my my hat that I have on when we're on the steering committee, you know, meetings together. But um, it's been great to also hear your input um, and the input of our other um, patient steering committee members, um, because it it really enriches our discussions, right? Like you're viewing the same, you know, things that I'm seeing, but through a caregiver's lens. And I think having both of our insights, um, you know, we're, we're better aware of our own blind spots. Um, and then that really allows us ultimately to develop um, a, a, a program like Eczema Accounts that's going to benefit all the audience members that we really want to reach with it. So, so that's been, I think, a lot of fun and, and really unique thing about this experience. Well, what about you, Selena? How has your uh, time on the steering committee been? It's been so exciting. I really um, was just happy to be a part of this opportunity, um, especially to deal with eczema and gamification. It, it's fun. Um, and also being able to leverage that to get other people who've never been a part um, of this type of initiative, bring them in um, different populations, you know, just ensuring that everyone is included. It's so inclusive games and it brings people together that it's just it just works. <laughs> um, even though we all have, you know, different experiences and goals. We all work together very well to bring the forth the best ideas um, for this game, to bring everyone together from researchers, to patients and caregivers. Um, it's just been a, a lot of fun for us. Eczema Accounts really has brought all of us together because as we know, you know, being a parent of a child with eczema, you're dealing with different types of things with, you know, lack of sleep, um, you know, the mental health aspect and all of those things. And to have something that you could come together with in your, in your downtime and to learn more about eczema, educating yourself and others, it's just a really, really good way to reach people in different populations. Yeah. And I will say 
you know, for, for me, eczema counts. And, uh, you know, uh, if I could speak for other researchers too, who have, who have um, you know, gone through the eczema counts game and are, are you know, actively playing it. Um, I, I think it's really neat that, you know, we have this platform to be able to educate researchers about how we can get more patients involved in the way that we do our research. Because um, I think everybody's, you know, on, sometimes on different pages about that, right, or at different stages of involving patients in their own research. And I think it was so great to have this um, program of learning, essentially, right, so that everybody can see, like, what is PCOR? What is CER? Um, you know, and, and think about ways that they can engage some of those principles and ultimately just engage the patient voice in any research that they do. Um, so I think it's really um, fantastic that we have, you know, such a program um, for, for researchers to get up to speed about how we can um, engage our own patients in the work that we do. Absolutely. It, it's been really energizing to um, be a steering committee member and then to also engage with um, patients and caregivers live, actually, at, at the NIA Eczema Expo this um, past summer. Um, and, and there I um, had the privilege of co-leading a session on how we can really integrate the patient voice into eczema research. And so as part of our session, we actually asked patients and caregivers who were attending um, what questions they had about um, topical steroid use. We just kind of picked something that is, um, you know, pretty general, but also very um, probably important and, and um, highly known to everybody in the room, right? So that we can kind of just crowdsource questions of, of interest directly from patients and caregivers. And then um, through the session, we then guided everybody into a process of taking those questions about topical steroids and turning those questions, or I should say maybe reframing them in a way that we might frame a research question um, that could then be taken into the lab or into the clinic to, to really be studied in depth. Um, and so I, I thought that experience was just so valuable because um, you know, it allowed me to give my researcher hat to a lot of patients and caregivers um, for them to kind of try it on and um, be able to, you know, just view their own questions through a researcher's lens and hopefully, you know, take away, you know, some knowledge and also tools for the future um, when they hopefully re-engage, you know, and, and research um, uh, soon. So um, that that was really fun. And I'm, I'm really excited also for the upcoming PEDRA conference, which is going to take place in early November in Atlanta. I think kind of taking the energy that we had from the NIA Eczema Expo session, we're going to really try to build upon that um, at the PEDRA conference, also with another live session, where we're actually going to take the questions that were generated at the expo session by patients and caregivers. We're in the, in, um, the works of um, coming up with a way that we're going to challenge researchers, essentially, to develop a fundable study to answer those questions that were generated directly by patients and caregivers. And, and hopefully through that exercise, you know, allow them to be able to apply the principles of PCOR and integrating the patient voice into research um, that they learn from eczema accounts. So I'm really excited to kind of see what comes out from the future session that we have, because I think it'll be this really unique opportunity to have, you know, kind of come full circle, right? Like, start with the, have patients and caregivers develop a question, have them kind of, you know, frame it into more of a research type of question, and then 
you know, pass that baton to the researchers, have them take that question and then really flesh it out into hopefully a fundable project and then maybe ultimately actually get funding for that project. So I think that would be a really exciting outcome for Exum Accounts. And Selena, I know you're attending the Peter Conference too. So I'm really excited to hear about what you're going to be up to um, during the meeting. Yes, I'm so excited to meet you there and the other steering committee members, as well as other pediatric dermatologists, um, patients and other advocates. I'm really excited, um, especially the opportunity to bring my children as well. I know that there'll be a, um, a camp held specifically for, for kids to connect and um, learn from one another and those shared experiences of what they've been through with different skin diseases and conditions. So I'm really excited that that has been um, included in a part of the conference. Inclusion is so important, right? And as a steering committee member, just being able to share what eczema uh, counts is, what this project entails, and um, being able to you know, present that to the other attendees is going to be really great. And also, I'm excited to possibly be a part of the Dash. I know that I'm not much of a runner, but I'm going to at least walk, and it's for a good cause. Um, to raise funding um, for pediatric dermatology research. So if you haven't signed up, please do. Um, it's called the Dash for Discovery Run. That's awesome, Selena. Well, I'm really looking forward to seeing you there. Likewise, Joy. And um, again, if you haven't registered already for the conference, please do. And feel free to, to look for us and come say hi. Well, that does it for making it count. How an eczema researcher and parent of a child with eczema are working together to improve childhood eczema. I hope you enjoyed it and that many of you will continue the Eczema Counts journey at our special session at the 2023 PEDRA Annual Conference this November 9th through 11th in Atlanta. To learn more, visit www.pedraresearch.org or follow the link in the show notes. Now, for those of you playing the Eczema Counts game, your game code is the name of the city where the 2023 PEDRA Annual Conference will take place. Atlanta. That's A-T-L-A-N-T-A in all caps. For more great Eczema Counts content and activities, visit www.eczema-counts.org or click the link in the show notes. For more on PEDRA, visit www.pedraresearch.org and follow us on social media through the handle at PEDRA Research. You can also subscribe to the Pedra Pearls podcast channel on iTunes, Google, and Spotify. For more on NIA, visit www.nationaleczema.org and follow them on social media through the handle at National Eczema. Thanks again to PCORI for the support of the Eczema Counts Project, and thanks to you for listening.